Hello and welcome to my almost midlife crisis where we discuss what makes life so friggin' weird. I tell you what, I have never fancied myself an AV person, uh, tech, just in general, not my strong suit. That being said, even this most basic setup that I have, it is, it is a challenge to get it to sound not crappy. Uh, trying to get this uh, audio to sound like it's not total amateur hour is a much bigger challenge than I ever anticipated. But, you know, you live and learn, and uh, hopefully I continue to get better. I thought the last episode uh, audio turned out really well, uh, and then turning this one back on to finally record today, and the audio just wasn't good, even though I made no changes that I could think of. Um, so, Stay with me. Um, I'm still trying to figure this out. Uh, it is quite a bit, um, like I said, more challenging than I anticipated that it would be. So, oh well, what are you going to do? One of the things I've been thinking about a lot, and I kind of, I guess I spend a lot of time thinking about it just in general and have for my whole life, is sports. Um, sports are both extremely dumb and vitally important, I think. Um, Especially for kids, so the learning how to compete. I think that's I think that's uh, super important. I think a lot of kids uh, lack that that competition, and um, I think they suffer for it. Uh, learning how to be competitive and get the adrenaline pumping, I think, is super super important. Uh, there's a lot of doctors out there who are doing studies on kids, <clears throat> and what they're finding is that just running around and playing is, is paramount to their growth and development. So just just running around and playing uh, is super important. And then as they get older, you know, really focusing that down into something um, organized, right, where they have to learn how to cooperate with others and, and compete and play. I think that's super important. <clears throat> One of the reasons... Uh, personal pet theory of mine as to why it is so important is I think if you go back into our early history as a people, you know, when you hit adolescence and as you started growing, you had to learn how to fend for yourself. And we obviously don't have to do that anymore, but we still have all of that, all that energy, all of that drive to do something. And uh, if we don't use it on some sort of physical activity, then I think we run the risk of um, wasting away. And, you know, I think a lot of people, the the anxiety, the anxiousness that a lot of people feel today, I bet at least a decent chunk of it could be attributed to a lack of spent energy right like we're supposed to be fighting for you know for for dinner right and what's more competitive than that right it's literally life and death um that is as competitive as it gets so i think a lot of these you know a lot of people we we get to a certain stage in life where we just have nothing especially in high school or out at young adolescence where they have nothing to to spend that energy on especially if they're not playing sports and it's like this feeling of, I know I'm supposed to be doing something, but I don't know what it is. 
right? You have to spend that energy somewhere. And sports is a great place to do that. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, there aren't other reasons, you know, that people have anxiety or anything like that. But I bet a lot of it can be traced back to, again, not um, unspent energy. Um, and for some people, it's the opposite where it's too much energy. But again, this is not some, this is a, a personal pet theory of mine. So it has no uh, scientific basis, backing or basis or anything like that. But I think if you <clears throat> really focus on, on kids and, and how much energy they're spending on their sports and development of that and track those kids into later in life, um, I, I would be curious to see if there are lower levels of anxiety in adults who played competitive sports growing up and or continue <clears throat> to play some sort of recreational sport as an adult or something like that or um, you know run competitive you know run a lot work out that kind of thing where they're expending physical energy I think that we could find a, I think that'd be really interesting um, I bet you there's a correlation there I think the lack of spent energy is what um, is, is, a, is a huge problem. So for you know adults that are in their mid 30s or early 30s or you know millennial age, as we're all starting to have kids who are playing sports and uh, getting to that age, we are now faced with the challenge of how do we you know not relive our glory days? How do we uh, fight through uh, the desire to live vicariously and spend that energy? Because it's really hard to uh, find time to spend energy on yourself and, and do the workout and do the activities when you are shuttling your kids around. So, you know, we're, we're uh, just getting into the basic entry-level port of that right now. Um, you know, our daughter, she's got things two or three nights a week. That's really it. And we're even finding that that is kind of exhausting, right? And that's taking a lot of time. So uh, that's only one of our two kids. And it's only a couple of days a week. We know people with multiple kids who have things every night. Um, I think that we're going to find uh, it's going to become more and more challenging. Uh, currently, you know, my wife goes to the gym in the mornings, more mornings than not. Um, I don't work out as much as I probably should, but I do a couple times a week and I play soccer still. And so I'm staying active. Um, and I wonder if, um, looking back at my life, looking at all this time I spent playing sports and I look at the things that I want to do now, I still enjoy sports much less than I used to. So one of the questions that I uh, face with myself or I guess for myself with my kids is, you know, how much of sports are they going to do? Now, obviously their desire is going to dictate a decent amount of that but also you know i am we are their parents so we can steer them we're going to steer them one way or the other um regardless right no decision is still decision so if we don't push them in anything they won't do anything um and if we do push them you know there's a chance that they will continue to do things so i think it could go either way so the thing that i need to decide is 
do I want them to spend their time and energy growing up on competitive sports, or do I want them to uh, focus on other things that can expand energy? And we live in Colorado, uh, so the options are endless, right? We can go camping, hiking, fishing, hunting. We can spend time outside, right? I mean, we're in the mountains. We can skiing. Um, that's just a great way to spend energy and develop, um, you know, some sort of camaraderie, especially if we're doing that with friends. Like that, that's a bit of a challenge where you, you kind of miss the team aspect of it. But you know, if they do activities at school uh, that maybe aren't sports specific activities but are still um, team building and then we get our energy out somewhere else, you know, is that what I would rather do? And now I'm the adult, right? So I can decide what I want to spend my time and energy. Do I want to spend my time and energy shuttling them around from sport to sport because that's what my parents did for me and that's what I loved? Or, you know, and then, well, I guess with that, I would have to live, you know, vicariously through them. Or would I rather spend my time and energy shuttling them around from place to place, thing to thing, so that we could do something together, uh, again, kind of doing the outdoorsy Colorado type stuff. Um, and I think that there's probably not a wrong answer there. I, I think that um, you probably, it, I mean, I guess according to my theory, right, of just spending energy, you know, uh, developing those um, developing physical muscles, right? Like spending energy to get stronger and faster and bigger. Like that's kind of how we're designed. Um, I think that's what the body wants. And when we don't do that, that's what's causing um, a lot of, I think, probably mental health issues that we're seeing today. Um, so again, this is my theory. So um, I think either option would be fine. So I guess leave it up to the kids to decide what they'd like to do um you know they really want to do everything so if i guess if i let them do that they would probably pick all of it um so i don't know that'll be an interesting thing that will um continue to develop as as the kids get older what they like to do a little bit more of course right now there's so little that it's really hard to do much of anything although they're getting better at it they're getting a little bit bigger and um it's a little easier to take them places and do things with them they can we don't have to carry them the whole time, uh, which is always a challenge. Yeah, nap time is the big one. Uh, nap time gets in the way of a lot of fun things on Saturdays, apparently. So, word to those who don't have kids, um, your Saturdays are dictated by nap time. Anyway, so another interesting kind of theory uh, thought that I've been noodling around is, you know, I watch a lot of nature documentaries. Um, and uh, particularly ones about bears. I love bear documentaries. Um, invariably, when they're talking about grizzlies, there is a solo male, uh, you know, defending his hunting ground, and the young challenger comes to try and beat him. Right? It's the the test of of adulthood. <clears throat> the young adolescent male tries to challenge the incumbent alpha for the best spot or, or whatever. Um, that is true, uh, not just with bears. Uh, it happens with lions and uh, pretty much any alpha predator, 
that, that's out there. This happens. Except with people. We don't really have a standard way of challenging the establishment, uh, challenging the adults right, as, as adolescents. And I also wonder if there is, um, I wonder if there's something to that. Um, you know, I, I think that there needs to be some way for young men to be able to prove themselves that isn't just the standard um, corporate life path. Um, there's got to be something that uh, we, can, we can do to make it easier to just to, to establish yourself as an adult. I think that uh, that probably will go hand in hand with the idea of you know expending that energy right because what happens with kids uh, growing up in the um, animal world right is they spend all their time playing learning how to fight with their siblings and then the time comes for them to actually fight um, we kind of have that if you use sports as the as the play fighting but there's really no way to make it real right there's a real test unless you're a professional athlete i guess but that's i don't know i think that's where the analogy falls apart so it would be very interesting and i think to to see some sort of study done on the expenditure of um energy and and, and the challenge of adolescents to their um adult counterparts or their uh yeah adult counterparts would be what it is so i would i would be curious to see that because you know we're the only alpha predator that doesn't have um some sort of way of doing that so i wonder you know i wonder if there is um i wonder if there's a split using anxiety as as the barometer i wonder if we have more males or females in kind of Western culture who are suffering from anxiety. I'm going to have to Google that. I'm going to Google that right now. Um, I wonder, okay, I'm doing that. So while I'm doing that, um, what ways other than sports, I wonder, are there to, to challenge the establishment? You can kind of, you can challenge intellectually. You can challenge your, your, I mean, yeah, I don't really know. Um, what I don't I don't know what it would be, and that's where I think kind of outdoorsy type things, maybe hunting, fishing, uh, hiking, doing that as a family unit allows for that a little bit more than competitive organized team sports would, because uh, as in competitive team sports, I'm challenging, you know, a, a team, um, and you're you're with your peers. Even in individual sports, you're still only challenging your peers. Um, but as a family, if I was to go, say, hiking or hunting, you know, my uh, my kids could challenge me directly as kind of the incumbent adult. Um, I don't know. That would, that would be – I would like to, to do a study, and I wish I even knew how to do a study, how to how – to, go about that oh all right so 
women are twice as likely to be diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. Um, hmm, interesting. It's almost double. Uh, um, almost a quarter. It's and at least in America, almost just under twenty-five percent of of women have some sort of anxiety disorder, uh, and just over or just under fifteen percent of men. So, well, there goes that theory at least a little bit. Um, <laughs> well, it's a bummer. Um, anyway, <sighs> I think the theory still has some weight, though, right? So, we could. Yeah, just allowing for some sort of challenge. Uh, what would it be? Coming of age, right? Like the coming of age story. Uh, there's a reason that we love them in movies and in books. Uh, it's because we relate to them or we want to relate to them. Right? Is, is we love the idea of the the child coming through adolescence into adulthood and 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 finding that. And I think the reason that it resonates so much with us is because we want that to be us, right? We want that to be real uh, in our lives. That's why that's why movies are so um, enticing, right? It's because it's showing us something that's not real, uh, but that we want. So I think that could be, I think there's something to that. Um, I'm going to have to think a little bit more on it uh, to come up with some sort of more uh, solidified thought or conclusion to a thought, but uh, I think there is something to be said for um, <clears throat> the challenge of the challenge of challenging for adulthood. Um, so mm -hmm, circling back, coming back, changing lanes, whatever, uh, focusing more on sports again. How weird is it? that sports have such an emotional attachment, especially sports that we don't play. Um, you know, it, it's the weirdest thing. So it, I'm a Green Bay Packer football fan, right? So I, I, I get, uh, my, I have less emotion about it than I used to, for sure. But still, you know, I, I'm happy when they win and I'm not happy when they lose. And... I have absolutely nothing to do with the team, um, and never have, never will. It's super weird. Um, you know, I'm a. I think we use Crest as our toothpaste, um, but when they come out with a new strain or whatever, I don't. I don't get excited ever. Right? Nothing about toothpaste excites me, even though I'm a loyal. You know, our household is a loyal brand user. Um, my wife doesn't get excited about it either. That's just who we use. Um, you know, it's the same about. Um, just about any brand that, you know, we have, um, you know, I guess cars, some people get excited about cars, right? They get kind of excited when there's a new, new edition out and they get kind of sad if an old one gets, um, discontinued. I don't think it doesn't reach quite the same level that sports do though. So I think it would be, uh, it, it's really interesting that, that sports have such a, um, such a stranglehold. And I think part of that comes down to, again, the same reason that um, Hollywood uh, movies are so enticing is that it's just, it's what we want, right? Like I grew up playing sports and wanted to be a professional athlete my whole life. So um, the idea of getting to live vicariously through others, right? That's what I want to do. 
um, which is why I think parents get that way with their kids as well. Um, it's so it's the same, which is interesting because if I was watching a kids sporting event, you know, I would get emotional. I would imagine about you know how well their team did. I'd be happy when they won, not happy if they lost. Whereas if you take my kid off that same team, I really don't care. But watching a professional team, I have no actual attachment still impacts me. So the vicarious nature of, of um, the emotions doesn't appear to make any sense. So I have no idea. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea why I give a crap about any kind of sports. Um, I was watching a. I recently got into Formula One, and that's because of the show Drive to Survive, which I think is really cool. But I recently got into that, and last year I was watching the last race, and it was a very, very intense last race. Um, it all came down to the last lap, and there had been one guy I was rooting for, and the whole season. And this is the first season that I've watched, so I've been rooting for him all year long comes down to the last lap and I remember thinking like oh my gosh my, my heart was beating fast I was kind of like nervous uh watching this last lap happen as they're racing and um it makes no sense whatsoever that I cared even a little bit because I had literally only just started watching I had invested minimal time I mean minimal time a couple hours you know over the course of um a couple of months it, it just it there was no real reason for me to give a crap, and yet I found myself having a visceral reaction to what was happening. So how is it that competition is that way? Um, again, I think that's going to tie back to our need as, as a species of people to expend that energy, to be competitive. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm redlining my um, audio here, so apologize. I'm trying to watch it to so make sure it doesn't get too... Um, I don't know, loud or uh, too much feedback. And I'm telling you, it is quite a bit more challenging than I ever anticipated. Anyway, so our um, our need for competition, our need to challenge, I think that's where that comes from, right? And um, I need some sort of challenge, and even if I can get it vicariously, um, that, that's one way to do it. Um, just the excitement of it. I, I just like to watch it happen. That's how important it is. I think that's what I'm going to say is the reason that sports are so exciting, especially sports that we watch. Obviously, sports that you play are different, but why are sports that we have no impact on or impact us in no way um, actually have an impact? I guess that's a dumb way to say it, but sports that we have no impact on impact us so much and I think the reason for that is because we have a deeply ingrained need for um, for a challenge we have a deeply ingrained need to um, make things um, to, uh, to challenge the, the established order I guess so if if we don't have that, you know, what do we have? And there's there's something, and it doesn't have to be sports. I just know that, you know, for me, sports is, is the one uh, uh, one best way, right? You know, because obviously 
um, there's plenty of people who have who don't play sports who are you know are finding that somewhere else whether it's in business or work or um, whatever challenge they face but having the challenge right that's the we have to have a challenge and that is another thing I've been thinking about quite a bit recently is just how easy life is and how much challenge we don't have right in the West Western cultures um, we're so rich here <clears throat> we're so rich we're so well off that life is just easy uh, we have to create challenges for ourselves that's what sports are right it's a we don't have anything to make our life hard so we're going to find some sort of like facsimile of um, of a challenge and so we play a game um, and how do we reconcile like the our ability to have it that easy and, like is it a bad thing for your life to be easy or my life to be easy is that bad just because my life is easier than somebody else's um, you know like I, I don't know it, it seems like it kind of might be it also seems like it isn't right like it's not my fault and I'm as long as I'm doing things to make it helpful um, for others right if I'm if I'm giving donating trying to help in some way uh, it's good but how much is enough how much help am I supposed to give um, you know do I how much help can I be expected to give do I need to give so much that I you know find other people um, until I until I bring my quality down like that doesn't make sense and it doesn't really solve any issues so what does that mean so I don't know that, that going off on a tangent here but I think um, yeah, it just needs to be appreciated that as dumb as sports are, I do believe that they're important. Um, and I believe they're important for more than just the learning how to work together and, you know, learning how to win or learn, you know, learning life skills, whatever. I think, I think it's, I bet a well-organized study from a well-informed, smart person would find that it is biologically important that we compete at some at something whether it's sports or um, some other way we need a competition and we need to expend energy and I think sports is you know so popular because it does both of those things it satisfies two different needs at the same time um, and I think that's um, I think that's why they're so popular um, another interesting thing is when it comes to sports, you know, what's so fun about sports is winning, right? The, you know, achieving your goal, being challenged, and overcoming the challenge. That, that's, that's a super fun experience. And on the flip side, obviously, losing, failing, like that sucks. Um, I remember the pain of defeat vividly as compared to the joy of winning, right? Like, I remember specific games, you know, some of the bigger ones uh, that I had in my life where we lost um, very, very clearly. I remember the feeling of just being very sad and, and you know, that kind of crushing weight of failure. Like, I remember that. 
very specifically. But there's been plenty of games where we won, and I remember being excited, but I don't remember the excitement, which is really weird because I can remember the pain of losing. I don't remember the excitement. I can't recreate that feeling of joy when I relive those moments, but I can re- I can recreate that feeling of sadness if I go back to the losing moments, which is really weird, and I don't know why we are built that way. It's very bizarre. Uh, the human brain is a very weird thing, and it's crazy how little uh, we understand of how the human brain works, but that is, I guess, another tangent for another day. Um, but I wonder why that is. Like, Why can we create sad memories, um, but we can't necessarily recreate, and, and I don't think that I'm unique in that way, um, so I'm just, that's why I'm saying we, but I guess I might be one of you and I think somebody might be listening thinking oh you know you're crazy but um you know just being able to remember that that's a very bizarre thing um and I wish I understood that better but because if I feel like if I understood it better I could coach my way around it I could I could trick myself into you know reversing that because I'd much rather you know relive that joy joy is a fleeting um you know the excitement is it's, it's fleeting and it's but it would fun when you have it that's what you know chasing the high that's where that all comes from right so um i think um that that challenge of overcoming whatever obstacle and achieving it um you know that's the equivalent of you know challenging papa bear for the prime food spot um but again it's only I don't know. It doesn't quite fit, right? I think, which is why we see so many burnout athletes, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I could erase that part. That was dumb. Um, Oh, well. So, I think, I think sports are important. I'm going to continue to push my kids to be active. Um, One thing I would love to really dive into is music. Um, Focusing on the importance of, of music as opposed to um, sports. So, you know, if, if one of my kids wanted to get really good at piano or whatever instrument, you know, like that's a, that's a very challenging thing to be very good at, and it's also very competitive. And um, But it doesn't have the physical aspect as much um, as sports do. So it would be interesting, um, plus it's just a very different kind of um, brain function. So... That would be interesting, and I wouldn't hate it if uh, when my kids decided to go that way, I just wouldn't be able to help them, um, which would be frustrating for me, whereas I can definitely help them with sports. So um, my goal is to push them to be active and kind of let them choose, I guess. And I'm, I might steer them away from a few things if I, don't, if I really don't want them to do those things, but um, by and large, I think uh, that's... Yeah, that's been more or less the conclusion that I've been coming to for some time is just make sure that they're active um, and, you know, just as long as they know that I'm happy with whatever they're doing, I think that's what's important. Um, I imagine it is. So that's what all the, I don't know, Instagram posts about being a parent say, right? So that's got to be the truth. Um, I think... In, to wrap it all up, 
you know, sports are vitally important. Um, I believe that they're probably important on a biological level as much as, um, you know, an emotional and um, develop intellectual level. I think it's important both physically, physically, emotionally, mentally, right? Any way you can kind of scratch it, I think sports are absolutely vital to, uh, or I shouldn't say sports, competition. I'm going to say competition. Competition is vital. That's what I need to say. And getting rid of competition is a mistake. Um, it needs to happen. I think it's important. I think it's natural. I, like, literally, it is in nature to be competitive. Um, so the fact that we get to this place where we have so much going right for us, life is so easy that we're just creating new problems um, because we have nothing better to do with our lives is crazy. And I wish that it wasn't that way. Uh, but also, I'm glad that I don't have to fight for my food every night. So, you know, there's worse things. So anyway, I'm going to keep it short today. Um, I got nothing. Uh, still don't know how to end out of here. Still um, working on the audio. I appreciate anyone who's listened to multiple of these. Um, if you do notice improvements, um, you know, great. And if you don't, just know that I am trying to make it better. I promise. Appreciate it, and uh, I got a couple of good, uh, couple of good guests lined up for the next couple of weeks. So I'm looking forward to those.